Welcome to another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper. The following is an audio clip I had taken off of YouTube of Pastor Gino Jennings of the Full Truth of God broadcast. If you go onto YouTube you uh, and type in the search engine COVID-19 vaccine is not the mark of the beast 666 Pastor Gino Jennings the pastor is addressing something that I am passionate about and that's the truth the truth of the matter is the dear pastor is addressing something that I am a that I am passionate about and that's the truth I am passionate about the truth so Sit back and um, hear the dear pastor. I want to address what he is saying. Emails coming in from different parts of America and the world. People want my perspective on the vaccine and masks. They write the truth of God, seem like about everything. Because there's a rumor that's going around social media that the masks and vaccines are the mark of the beast. They said uh, it's the mark of, if you take the vaccine, you have taken the mark of the beast. That's a lie. Viewers, hear the old troublemaker now. We deal with these matters with scripture. The masks don't have nothing to do with the mark of the beast. The vaccine doesn't have anything to do with the mark of the beast. Well, how do you know, Pastor Jennings? If you've been paying attention to this great wholesome message, we often say focus on the language of the Bible. The mark of the beast, the Bible ain't never said it's going to be placed in your shoulder of your arm. You see, I look at everything. What do a mass and a needle Got to do it the mark of the beast. Amen. All right, let me just straighten you out and calm you down. 
the book of Revelation chapter 13. Let me straighten you out and calm you down because one thing about social media, you can spread a rumor quicker. Quicker. All right, let's straighten out this vaccine Vaccine lie. stuff. Right, let's get this mark of the beast live because the rumor is that uh, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Oh. And viewers, the vaccine don't have absolutely nothing to do with the mark of the beast. Just no. pay attention to the language of the Bible and follow me in your Bible. That's right. This program, as I've said moreover, you will learn more from this program than all the years you waste going to some fake church started by some false prophet that's right follow this message with the bible that's it all right revelation chapter 13 we're right at verse 16. now any preacher that's on social media mm -hmm. or any so-called prophet amen or prophetess uh, or your pastor who's saying that don't take the vaccine if you do you took the mark of the beast he lied, he lied. the mark of the beast ain't here yet no the mark of the beast is not here yet. That's right. So when the preacher tell you that's the mark, he's lying. That's right. He's lying. That's right. You can settle down now and be cool. <laughs> be cool now. Amen. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. He lying to you. Yes, he is. Let's strike this out with Bible. Revelation chapter 13, we're right at verse 16. All right. And he calls us all both small and great. He calls all. Amen. Both small, you better get at the verse above that. Verse 15. Yes. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, uh -huh. that the image of the beast should both speak and cause at that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Yes. And he causeth all, both small and great. He caused all, both small and great. Rich and poor. Rich and poor. Free and bond. Free and bond. To receive a mark. To receive, pay attention to where the mark will be given. To receive a mark in their right hand. No, in their right shoulder. In their right hand. In the shoulder of your arm. To receive a mark in their right hand. Or where else? Or in their foreheads. Amen. That's not the vaccine. No, no, that's not the vaccine, no, no. Well, Pastor Dennis, I got the needle in my right arm, but your right arm your hand is down here and your shoulder is up here. That's right. To receive a mark in their right hand. Not only that, Amen. the Bible at no time said how the mark no. will be given. That's right. That's right. Question, question, what characterizes a good person? What characterizes a good person? And conversely, what characterizes a bad person? Right? There is a particular term that is found in the good book, in the Greek wording, that is. The term is called charagma. 
Karagma. The term Karagma means the mark or a mark. It is Strong's Concordance number 5480. Karagma. And from this term, this Greek term that is Karagma, we get the word character. To my knowledge, a character is also a chisel that the sculptor used to make graving, graven images. And thus this term character morphed to means somebody's personality, his stigma, what, what uh, qualifies a said person from another person, karagma. Karagma meaning a mark, and thus we get the word character, which is a type of chisel in Latin, and thus we, get the, we have the term character, meaning a person's personality, his stigma. Thus I ask what characterizes a good person. And what characterizes a bad person? Give that some thought. A character is a mark, and the mark or a mark is my stigma, right? What characterizes me? What sets me apart from another person? What sets an American apart from Chinese? What sets a Chinese apart from a Russian? What characterizes an American? In the book of Timothy, more so the epistle of Timothy, 1 Timothy, verse 1, chapter 4, in the KJV, it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. In the NIV, 
same scripture, it says, the Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and following deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. If you're a Bible told it like me, you know that the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he shall not depart from it. Huh? Here in America, we have been taught what? The Constitution. The Bill of Rights. Huh? Freedom of speech. The right to bear arms. Freedom of assembly. Right? Huh? Trial by jury. We've been talking about the quartering of soldiers. Huh? Illegal searches and seizures. Huh? But now the Constitution is under assault. See, the Constitution is that proverbial, more so the Bill of Rights, I should say. Is that proverbial line in the sand, huh? That which separates or sets us apart from other nations. That proverbial line in the sand, that mark, huh? That mark which characterizes an American, when it is crossed, then we should be hearing Alarms, huh? You ever come to the, uh, you, you in your automobile, and you, you come to the uh, railroad crossing and hear a ding, 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 ding. Bells and whistles, an alarm, right? Do not cross, huh? Or death will ensue. Huh? The Constitution is that proverbial line, it is that mark. Huh? That's in our hearts as Americans. That is in our hearts. And we should embrace freedom of religion, freedom of the press, Huh? The right to bear arms. And when an assault is what? When, when there are foreign interests that are seeking to dismantle, to cross that proverbial line in the sand, ding, 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 ding. Huh? Violation. Violation.
wearing my mask because I just got back from a full day of being a good person. I love my mask because it's a simple yet effective way to display my righteousness. Am I concerned that two children in China dropped dead because they were forced to wear masks in gym class? Nope. Am I concerned that we're creating a generation of children who will be socially awkward and conditioned to fear their fellow man? No. Am I concerned that I'm contributing to an impending socialist technocracy that will enslave the global population? Not even a little bit. Am I concerned that my mask is symbolic of my compliance to the social conditioning that will eventually lead to the forced vaccination of every man, woman, and child on planet Earth? Not a chance. And why am I not concerned, you ask? I'm not concerned because I decided a long time ago that shallow and significant gestures are a much easier way to showcase my morality than actually being moral. Because in order to be a real good person, I gotta stand up to a real bad person. And I don't like standing up to or for anything. I've decided that it's much easier to trick my own mind into thinking compliance is a virtue instead of what compliance actually is. Cowardice. I prefer to float through life completely ignorant to the fact that every socialist takeover has always begun in the exact same way. With government overreach, public shaming, censorship, and a toilet paper shortage. Don't believe me? Google toilet paper shortage in communist Russia. Did you think you were having a unique experience? I prefer to pretend history never repeats itself so that I can stand by and turn a blind eye every time history repeats itself. I prefer to call anyone who speaks up, fights back, or stands their ground a lunatic or a conspiracy theorist so that I don't feel obligated to do my own research. Research takes away from me time. And lastly, I prefer to put on my mask and stand among a sea of masks so that I never have to be seen, be free, or reveal the deep dark shadows that lurk within me. I am not a pastor, but I possess some leadership skills, I think. I am not a former preacher, but I sound preachy at times. I know it. One of my favorite characters of the Bible, favorite prophets is Jeremiah. In the book of Jeremiah, the prophet chapter one, it says, uh, I'm starting verse four. It says, then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So you got some born preachers, and you got some trained preachers. And the difference is that the Spirit of God has placed His Word, His mind in the born preacher. But trained preachers, they saw many inventions. Huh? Preachers trained by men. Huh? That resist 
God's man. How can you tell the difference between God's preacher and man's preacher? Well, there's nothing wrong with having money. But for the most part, humanity is superficial. They fall for the guy that that uh he he he's so handsome and he tall, he dark, he has, he's articulate, he cross every T and dot every I. But then you got that ruddy fella over there, like that David type, huh? He's not so articulate. He's all thumbs. But he has character. He has substance. There's something about that guy. He doesn't have a great crowd, right? But he's witty. Huh? He, he, he touches my heart. He reaches not just my, my conscious, but my subconscious. I wake up the next morning with a new thought of what he had said. His words resonate with me. Verse 5 says, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak. See what I'm saying? I am a child. I am immature. Huh? But the Lord said, Verse 7, Say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid. Huh? Verse 8 says, Be not afraid, for I am with you. I like that song. It says, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. Huh? Because God is with his preacher. More to come concerning the mark of the beast. To receive a mark, karagma. To receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads. The book of Revelation, chapter 13, 
verse 16. The proverbial line, the proverbial line or the mark in the sand, huh, is the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, which we had been taught as American citizens. It is the doctrine, the civic doctrine, that is, that we hold on to. The good book says, hold fast that which is good, right? Hold fast, meaning what? Not so much with your hand, but you embrace it in your heart. And if it's in your heart, it is in your mind. In your forehead, huh? That proverbial line in, in in the sand is being crossed, is being erased, and therefore we should be alarmed about it as American citizens, huh? To my knowledge, communism have had infiltrated the American populace. And there are many immigrants that have come here that was taught communism with a communistic ideology infiltrating America, crossing the border, trained to be communists. Huh? And when they vote, they're going to vote for that liberal party. Huh? Because they possess the characterization, the mark of communism, which is against the American spirit. They don't embrace it in their hand. They don't hold it in their hand. It's not in their forehead. They possess the mark of the beast. Huh? And thus many of us that, that believes in America believes in a Republican form of government. I don't mean Republican Party. I'm talking about Republican form of government. Rule of law. Right? Individual freedoms. Holding on to the Bill of Rights. Freedom to bear arms. Who is the militia? Every American citizen is the militia. This is not what you have been taught. I am the militia. because we have individual rights and freedoms given to us by God, not by man. I have the right to breathe in the breath of life and I have the right to defend it because it's my God-given right. Those of us that don't want to buy into the communist regime, they're talking about re-education, huh? What is the mark of the beast? It is indoctrination. Huh? Or something that's false. It's a teaching. It's a training. They want to re-educate us. They want to exercise huh? the American spirit. They want to exercise the American spirit. I'm talking about these commies. 
Embrace the truth. Chapter 22, I believe it is. Chapter 22. Verse 28. It says, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Huh? Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. This is instruction. This is instruction. I'm hearing that there are politicians saying that the Constitution is outdated. It's, it's old. Well, how old is humanity? And how long did it take for the European, this, this somewhat recent history, it's kind of ancient really. The, the European was in darkness over there. Spiritual despotism, Catholic Church. Kept the people ignorant. Huh? Held back the knowledge. Huh? Those Europeans over there. And you had the different uprisings, the Protestant movement, the Lutherans and Alleghenies and other Protestants that uh, it escapes me right now. I used to know it very well. But you had these Protestant movements, you had these, these martyrs, martyrdom, the age of martyrdom, bloodshed, because 
folks were desiring freedom of religion. And thus we have the pilgrims and the Puritans that had came to the North American continent. You had some sincere religious folks and you had some evil religious folks, by the way. DeSoto, huh? Using the sword to spread Christianity. But in any event, remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Remove not freedom of speech. Remove not freedom of religion. Huh? That proverbial line in the sand. And if you cross it, now it's time to open up a can and beat them up. Huh? The wrath of God. The vaccine and the mask. I can agree and disagree at the same time with Pastor Gino Jennings. Huh? The scripture doesn't say that the mark of the beast is the covering of the mouth. And the vaccination of the of the shoulder? No, the scripture doesn't say that. And and Satan is not that ignorant to come up, come to us like that. But what the wearing of masks and the vaccination, what it represents is doctrine and ideology. It's a war against your will. Mask mandates is unconstitutional. See? So what doctrine is our dear governors of the United States? What are they standing on when they have when they give mask mandates? What doctrine are they possessing? Certainly is not the American spirit. Certainly it is not the doctrine of the Constitution. It's the doctrine of totalitarianism. It's the doctrine of despotism. It's the, it's the doctrine of being a, 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 a tyrant, being a dictator. It's the doctrine of fascism, communism. That's the doctrine. It's the doctrine of do as I say, not as I do. Haven't you noticed certain politicians and their family, they don't wear the mask? But they put the mask on us. Right? People have died from taking the vaccine. Right? A legend. Hank Aaron took the vaccine, he is no longer here. Died within weeks, maybe that same day, I don't know. But he died, he took the vaccine, I saw, I saw the video. He took the vaccine. Didn't, leave, didn't live a, a, a good month. 
He's pushing up daisies right now. See, the mask and the vaccine, no, it's not the mark of the beast, but it, it's, it's part of the ideology. Huh? See, I can, see, I'm not a policeman, but if I put on a police uniform, does that make me the police? Of course not, because I haven't been trained. I am not a physician. If I put on a lab coat, does that make me a, a, a physician? Of course not. I have not been trained. Okay? So if I'm wearing a mask and I take the vaccine, that doesn't make me a commie. But it's part of the training. That's the, now that's the rub. You see what I'm saying? It's part of the training. It's the breaking of your will. It's to get you to cross that proverbial line and to forget the old ancient landmark that the forefathers of this nation have established, known as the Constitution, the CDC, mandating, you know, they, they reserving the right to uh, uh, lock people up. We didn't vote for the CDC. We, the people, did not vote for the health department. That's bureaucracy. Huh? They are crossing the old, the, the, the ancient landmark. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. This is what the good book says. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 28. And I want to remind you, the rise of communism was the, the, was the persecution of Christians. All those Christian buildings, those churches, cathedrals over there in Russia during the rise of, I think it was Stalin, Lenin, one of them. Well, those buildings were demolished and Christians were persecuted. And I find the, the wearing of masks rather prophetic, symbolic, and satanic because it, it attacks the breath of life. And God breathed into Adam the breath of life and man became a living soul. Huh? To attack my breath of life is attack my soul. Therefore, we are in a what spiritual battle. Huh? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places of government, making mass mandates. You don't believe the book? Well, continue on, doing what you want to do till we're all vaccinated, till we're all in some type of camp, labor camp, huh? Life and death is in the power of the tongue, huh? So why, so, so to put on the mask is an, is an assault upon my freedom of speech.
Besides, I can't see your pretty face with you wearing that mask. This concludes another episode of Against the Fed. I'm your host, Victor E. Cooper.